You are listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and not Father Roderick this week. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm... and Stephanie Ravenscraft. Yeah, that's right. She's Stephanie Ravenscraft. Yeah. She's not Father Roderick. I'm not. But Father Roderick is uh, very busy this week trying to work on some deadlines that he has on uh, some SQPN stuff and has graciously allowed me to bring in another wonderful co-host to this show this week. And I'm very delighted to have Stephanie with me. Well, thank you. And for those of you, Stephanie is my lovely bride and... A wonderful support to me in my journey of living a more balanced and healthy life. Now, here's the deal. Some of you just found the show here for the Biggest Loser Fan Mm -hmm. Podcast. You found this and you click the play button. You're like, what's this? I just subscribed to the Jillian Michaels, the Losing It with Jillian podcast in iTunes. What's this Biggest Loser thing? And I just want to explain to those of you who are brand new subscribers to let you know that this is officially the biggest loser unofficial fan podcast we are i'm not affiliated with the biggest loser or anything like that but this is a show that uh you know we we started and when i say we it was father roderick and i started Mm -hmm. to really share our passion for the the topics that are generated and and conversations that can be generated from the tv show the biggest loser talking about you know losing weight exercise the mental capacity of somebody to be able to make change in their life all of these different things and of course we're on the summer hiatus and now here we are um wondering what do we do with the biggest loser fan podcast when the biggest loser show isn't on and of course the show here has never been about just re well okay at one point it was a lot about uh in the early days it was about recapping everything that happened in the show and we've kind of transitioned things around and it's and it's more about the journey and the, it's about the community. And so that's why we wanted to continue on through the summer hiatus. And since uh, there is this, um, what do you call that, a spinoff show, Losing It With yeah. Jillian, we decided that th- we would just cover Losing It With Jillian as we go along. And today we're going to talk about episodes number two and three. Episodes number two and three. And of course, again, I, I do have my wife with me. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I kind of, I, I miss that Father Roderick isn't here. I know. I do. I've only recorded with you guys one other time, but um, anyway, maybe I'll get to see him or, you know, see him as in hear him right <laughs> again soon. Well, I'm sure you will. I, I'll tell you what, you and I were having a conversation this morning, which mm-hmm. I think will lead into with the email that we have. But before we get into the email uh, from April, I'd like to go ahead and talk about Episode number two. Now, this is one of the things that I love about the fact that you're here, uh, especially since Father Roderick isn't here. Father Roderick, believe it or not, is the detail. Well, you you would believe it. I would believe it. Father Roderick is the details guy. He's the guy who takes the notes and and all that stuff for for the shows that we we talk about. And and I know that you're great at details. So tell us what happened in episode number two. Just give us a general description, because there's a lot of people that listen to this that have no interest in watching the show itself. Okay. Well, episode number two started with um, Jillian going to the home of um, a 53-year-old widow, and um, she had two teenage, well, um, preteen 
one was 12 and I think one was 10 children. Mm -hmm. And um, her husband had died of um, complications complications due to obesity. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so it it was, it it really was um, a good episode in letting this family deal with so many, it had been six years since the husband had died. Right. And um, really good way uh, to have them deal with that together. And so coming down, I mean, getting down into the issue of the weight was, you know, the feeling of I've already lost everything. I have nothing left to lose. Um, and on, on the, the side of the kids, just thinking that they have to take care of their mom now. And the, the daughter who was the 12 year old, you know, doing a lot of things around the house to help mom and, so it was it was a really decent it was a really good episode it was. I felt like it was a very good episode as well. Uh, one of the things that I noticed is that n- nobody in that family seemingly had let go. Right. Of well, and that husband was, or dad. Well, and that was the thing they hadn't let go of anything. Yes. Because you walked into the house and you found that it was I mean it it wasn't even cluttered. I mean cluttered would be a very loose term for what, I mean, they, they were more online of hoarding and yeah. um, just places everywhere in this house were just piled full of stuff that they, and when I say they, I mean the, the, the family, but the mom just wouldn't let go of. Right. And um, so there was a time when they had, you know, they had the time of cleaning out the house and making it more organized as well. And so that's the thing. They really hadn't moved on at all right it's kind of like when they're when her husband had died and when their father had died it's just like they at that point they just gave up right and and it had been several years and and they had not moved forward and so um yeah there there were that was a very touching episode Uh, obviously they came away and there was a good deal of success after what was another episode where she came back six weeks later Mm -hmm. and we saw the the process that they had gone through and oh, I'm sorry. That's I okay. Moved the chair there for you, but anyway, um, I, we had saw the process that they had gone through and the changes that they had made. And do you want to tell what some of the changes we saw? What what were noticeable? Do you have any recollection of any of that? No, it's kind of overshadowed <laughs> um, by episode three, it, which kinda, we watched last right, night. Right, it was overshadowed by episode three. But Jillian went back six weeks later, and you know, even though the she recommended that the twelve year old not try to lose weight. Yes. Um, but even though changing her eating habits and, and her um, activity habits, she did lose weight as, a, as a, an account of that. Well, before you go on, I think, I'm think i so glad you pointed that, pointed that out because I, that's something I think that we should point out here. Absolutely. Um, with our own family. Well, and you, this is something that... We, go ahead. Go ahead. What? Sorry. No. Well, with our own family, we had made a decision to make some drastic changes in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our family, because you and I were both very heavily, you know, we were both very obese right. in, in our own right. I mean, you, you look at the people on The Biggest Loser, there are people on The Biggest Loser who are where we were. Right. Absolutely. I, I watched that show ranch. and there are people who come onto that range that were the size that I was when I started. Right. Yeah. So so you and I both have experience of, of living that lifestyle before. And and then, of course, what we had also we you know, we were doing things that were leading our own children to follow in our footsteps. 
Now, this wasn't necessarily so evident yet in our five-year-old and our eight-year-old. But with Megan, she was you, you could tell that it was starting to right to to work on her. And and so when we decided that we were going to get healthy, obviously she wanted to to join in. It's not that we necessarily made her, but she she saw the changes that we were making. She wanted to get on board. Uh, we went to the doctor and and they we enrolled for a program called Walk for Life. Walking works. Walking works. And one which of, can I just say is a fantastic title for a program because yes. walking does work. Walking does work. Yeah, go ahead. It I'm doesn't saying. have to. Some be people running. think they have to go out and run and they have to, but walking works. Walking does work. Absolutely. So Stephanie, um, the situation here though is that um, what was I going to say? We were talking about Megan and oh, the walking works, and um, they had a medical student come mm-hmm. out and coach Megan. Yes, and one of the things that he suggested is that. For you, I'm not going to suggest that you lose any weight right. at all. What I want you to do, what I want you to focus on is growing into your weight. Absolutely. And th- you know that's been really difficult for her. Um it has, but but I think she's starting to come to terms with it and that it's not healthy for her to lose you know the 10 or 15 pounds overweight that she technically is right now. But, you know, also trying to have to explain to her that, you know, her body is going through so many changes right now um, with, with going through puberty that it, it would be, you know, not wise for her to try to lose weight right now. So just focus on changing the way you eat. Mm-hmm. And then when you're older, we'll deal with what we need to deal with <laughs> as far as, you know, it. it and the pediatrician even told her when she went for her checkup that she heard us talking about her. So she came in and said, stop talking about me. <laughs> so um, they're talking about me on a podcast right. again. But even the even the pediatrician told her, um, which I was glad she actually said the words was that, you know, there may come a time when we actually need to talk about you gaining weight. Right. But for right now, let's try to stay where you're at and, and grow into it. And you know what? I've really noticed um, a change in her body where like four months ago, her face was looked chubbier. I mean, her face is really starting to slim down because her body is changing Yeah, and she's not that, that little baby anymore. Now I will say that just like, um, us, Megan is still struggling oh, from absolutely. some old habits Yes, and, absolutely. and we all are, and we're going to talk a little bit about that here mm-hmm. in just a minute, but, uh, Let's move on. Okay. Let's move on because I think we can come back to this whole scenario. I'm following you. And so we're going to talk about uh, episode number three real quick. Okay. Since we just watched it last night. We did. I know Stephanie will be able to remember some details (laughs) because she's still better at that than I am. We did watch it last night. Last night was uh, the Mays family. I even remember their name. And um, they had um, the, the, it was a mom and, and three children and had a and what did she said a divorce that I never saw coming and then she um struggled with ovarian cancer and um lost her job and so it was just through her circumstances comforted herself with food and began to put on the weight and can I just say I, I mean knowing what I know about how I deal with some of the stress that I have with food I so can understand oh, how that happened. You know, nothing can make me feel better in the world than a bag of M&Ms. 
you know? Well, or, or, let, let's no, rephrase I'm, that. No, I'm saying that's the way I thought. Yes, you the know, way that, I thought yeah, was. No, that's the way I thought was that, you know, but the fact is, is that those M&Ms are going to go down and the problem's still going to be there. Right. So it's like me having a toothache and thinking, you know, I just need to take ibuprofen for the pain. Right. To go. Why don't I just go get the pain You'd taken think. care of? Mm-hmm. And I still haven't made that appointment yet. Maybe I could throw week. my shoe at you for that. I know. Well, no, but you couldn't. I can't you're... reach it because I'm holding the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so she began to eat to comfort herself. Um, two young adult daughters. Yep. One was 25, 24, 25. Um, the other one was a college student, although they never said her age. I'd say they were both in their 20s. And um, and and they took on those habits as well. Yeah. They took on those habits Now, there were other well. kids that this mom had. Uh, there were a total of four. Because she mentioned having five. Or she, five. There, there were three kids that were in the show with her. And then the oh, other right. was the son, um, David was his name. But... Um, she mentioned having five kids and, you know, after, after having five kids, I'd like some time alone, you know, cause they were worried about leaving her alone. And that's why the 25 so that, year old daughter uh, still lived at I home. I do remember her saying that. So the other, the older two probably are m- older right, adults. And gone. Right. Okay. Now so, that makes sense. And, uh, so there, there was a lot to deal with. There, yeah. there was a lot to deal with. And you know what? Every time I watch The Biggest Loser and every time I watch this new, so, new show, Losing It with Jillian, I always tell Cliff, somebody's going to punch Jillian in the face one day. Mm-hmm. And last night, I really thought this lady was going to be it. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. Watching this episode, I really thought that she was going to be the one because she was angry. I mean, there, there are a lot of, of stages of grief, mm-hmm. but she was like stuck on angry. And... um. It, it was it was sad to watch, but to to watch her have to deal with that, and to watch the kids have to deal with that, and come to a healthy place was it really was beautiful in the end. It was. So it came time to um to make their goals, and now this time Jillian wasn't coming back for eight weeks. Right. So instead of six, they have eight weeks. Yeah, they had eight weeks, and um. And they're all naming off their goals. And so first, mom was like naming off. Um, 20 pounds. Well, no, first oh. she's like naming off. Oh, um, I, I want to be more sociable. <laughs> I want to, you know, like personal. Um, yeah. I, I can't I wanna, think of I the wanna word. Not, but I want to yeah. I want to be able to have more calm and relaxed yeah. conversation with my I kids mean, or something. They were, they were good goals. Yeah, they're, very much so. Even by themselves, they were both very good goals. But um so Jillian is is waiting for her to make a weight goal, right? Um, a physical goal, and she says that she wants to lose twenty pounds in the eight weeks, right? And Jillian's she tells her, "I think you could double that. I think you could do forty. Yeah. Well, here it comes. Time eight weeks later. Time to show your reveals. The daughters looked. Oh my beautiful. goodness. I mean, you could tell that they, but it wasn't, and I'm not just saying their looks, their confidence oh, the, in yeah, themselves all about completely everything. changed. And, and I love at one point, Jillian says, you know, when you look at someone and they know that they're hot, you know, and that's how she was describing one of the daughters, but their confidence made them, yeah. I mean, they were beautiful to start with. Yeah. I, I don't want to make it say, oh, they lost this weight and they were beautiful because I don't think they were beautiful to begin with, they were just unhealthy. Right. And, um, th- th- I was just so proud. Be- I, as a woman, I understand the having to deal with the self-esteem and the, 
you know, the, the confidence in yourself. And right. So it, it was, it was awesome. So mom comes out here. She wants to make a 20. I want to lose 20 pounds in eight weeks. <laughs> Jillian says, no, you can do 40. Mom steps out. She's lost 74, 74 pounds. pounds. That is awesome. <laughs> she looked amazing. She looked happy. She looked healthy. And it it was a good story. It was. It really was. So, so that's episodes number two and three. Um, and, and you know, this is a great show. I, I really am enjoying watching this. I lo- hold on. Go I ahead. Just, so Jillian is with them when they're cleaning out their cabinets. Like she's having them clean out everything. Oh, this was good stuff. Like how angry she got over throwing away her canned fruit was hilarious. Yes. It really was. I was waiting for Jillian to have like a can mark in her forehead. <laughs> she like flung one at her, but you know, she didn't or they edited it. I don't know. But- Father Roderick and I are going to be covering season 10 of The Biggest Loser. It's like, we know where she got that. Right. We know where she got that scar. <laughs> you know, I really was waiting for this lady to throw something at Jillian, but, um, but it was a beautiful way to, to see her work through her issues yeah. and, and find value and worth in herself. You know, I find it interesting in both episode number two and episode number three, it had a lot to do with letting go of junk yes. in your lives. Yes. Letting go of junk. I think that that is, that's a big part of moving on. It is. It is. Um, and one of the things that I found interesting, she goes, listen, I, you're going to hate me, but I want to keep the popcorn popper. And she goes, yeah, is it a hot air? air. <laughs> she goes, no. She goes, then no, you're not, nope, keeping, you're not it. keeping it. I will tell you, Jillian, we have a hot air popper. <laughs> we do have a hot air popper. And we enjoyed some popcorn while we were watching this lady nearly kill you. So. <laughs> yes. With, with probably, I probably put just a, a little, little bit, bit too, too much, much butter. butter I know. Night. You know, I was eating and I'm thinking, this is really good. I think Cliff put more butter on here than he normally does. I did put a little bit more on there. You know, I, I didn't complain though. I know you didn't. Which uh, leads us to the email that we're going to read next. Okay. And Stephanie, if you'll go ahead and read that, I then will. that I think is going to lead us into our conversation that we had this morning. Okay. This is from April, also known as the Fragrant Hand. Which is also in our, she is in our chat room right now, live. Can I just give her a shameless plug and say you can find some really awesome recipes that she shares at thefragranthand.blogspot.com. There you go. Yes, you can. Because I found a couple. (laughs) I've used a couple of her recipes. Very cool. Thank you Um, for that, April. Absolutely. Unless it's I'd one like of those to use meals. more, only Cliff is like so picky. I am so picky. <laughs> and lately, everything I put, cookies, like, eh, that's okay. <laughs> wasn't terrible. It wasn't <laughs> like, terrible. You know what? Go hungry from now on. <laughs> anyway, back to April. Right. Listening to the Biggest Loser podcast this morning has been so encouraging for me. I don't watch the TV show, but listen when you record the live show. I'd quit worrying about losing weight and was concentrating more on eating healthier and had begun trying to run the whole foods and organic route. Then I got derailed. I've been having a lot of tummy troubles and my doctor thinks I have a sensitivity to milk and wheat. Cutting out the milk has been a lot easier than cutting out wheat. And I feel like I'm not really able to do the whole foods now because because the wheat free things because the wheat free things I can find while I worry about what's in them. I wish I could just find some kind of wheat-free wrap or bread that is tolerable to eat so I could just make a quick sandwich at lunchtime. I can't cook a stir-fry for lunch every day. That would be nice, though. A stir-fry for lunch every day? Absolutely. I love stir-fry. Why couldn't you cook a stir-fry for lunch every day? Uh, Because your walk's dirty from the day before. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Okay. I know this will get easier as I figure it out and learn things, but listening to the podcast has been encouraging to me. Hearing about so many people who have struggled and are gaining ground over eating difficulties. Thank you, April. Well, April, thank you very much. And I'm so thankful to hear that the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast is encouraging you. And and it is a journey. And Father and Father Roderick and I both shared last week that we had been struggling. And right. in fact, we both shared last week that we had both gained five pounds <laughs> right. when stepping on the scale. Now, I'm excited to tell you one thing, that this morning I got on the scale and I had dropped those five pounds again. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, you know, feeling like a roller coaster here, but, you know, I'm, uh, gosh, I'll tell you, I was just be was, like a woman and blame it on water retention. Yeah. I, no, no water <laughs> retention here. So um, the one thing that I will tell you is that, um, you know, while I may have had some success on the scale, here's something that um, may or that Stephanie and I were having a conversation. Hold on one second. We have some drama in the studio. Okay. What it's, happened? It's, um, somebody turned her TV off. and Oh, no. Yeah, And I, I specifically told her she could watch a certain show while we were down here. So. Okay. So anyway, but you and I were having a conversation this morning because I have, I you know, well, let's put it this way. I've lost over 50 pounds. Yes. All right. You've lost over 60, 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. All right. And so both of you, both, both of us have come a very long way in this journey. Right. We've, we've succeeded in ways that we never dreamed possible before. Right. I mean, I remember I had, and and I'll give you an example. I had this leather belt and I was at the very end uh, of, of the belt, meaning that I almost needed a bigger belt on this one. And I remember starting this journey and after the first week going in a notch on the belt. And I remember after two weeks going in another notch on the belt. I remember after just about six weeks going in another notch on the belt. And And then you had to start adding notches. And I I literally did. I was adding a a new notch every three to four weeks Mm -hmm. onto my belt and, and going in. And I had this big, huge, gigantic, long piece of leather hanging down out of my pants. I it looked, like rolled all the way around to your back. I know. It was kind of funny to, to see that happen. So, I mean, there was change happening. Big change happening in my right. body. And I was looking better. I was feeling healthier and all this other stuff. And then um, and then I we have some friends that came in from Germany and they bought me a new belt because they, they heard us talking about it on Family from the Heart, uh, which you can find, by the way, at familyfromtheheart.com. <laughs> Uh, anyway, they bought us, they bought me this belt as a gift. They were coming to stay with us for several days and, and they bought me this belt and, uh, they asked what size belt to get. And I think we had supplied that information with, to them. And then what happened, they asked me because it was a surprise for you. Okay. And so I got this belt and I'll tell you what I, if I actually, if I was to actually suck in every single bit of what I could suck in and then actually just crank that belt. I could get it on to its first loop, right? Or for, to the first notch, and I'm talking about the fact that I it, I'm almost about ready to just explode. That's right. how tight it was. And when that they, was last August. That was just right? this past August. Yeah. So even since then, I've been now I'm wearing that belt, and I will tell you, I can somewhat comfortably go to the second notch on that belt now. Right. So with all of that being said, I want to tell you, I have made major progress. I know. In the way that I look physically. Do you want to hear how much I've made? How much? I don't have to wear a belt anymore. Nice. 
And and so Stephanie, you've had the same deal. You ah. used to wear a size what? At, at your biggest, what did what size did you wear? A sixteen. A size sixteen. Mm-hmm. And what size are you in now? An eight. Okay. Comfortably. Comfortably. Mm-hmm. And so so that that's how big of a change you've made. Here's what here's what Stephanie and I were talking about this morning. April talked about being derailed mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks, and I've shared it. I'm I, I never hide this stuff. I've been derailed. I've I I have lost my way. What am I doing? And not so much that I'm you know I'm gaining tons and tons and tons of pounds, but just I'm not working out. I'm letting myself work too much. I'm. I'm just not in control of things like I had been and I've not been on top of it. And I will tell you what, because I've not been working it, because I've just let things go, because I've not been setting and meeting goals, because I've not been self-disciplined, I want to tell you, I have been feeling fat. Right. I I feel I feel in mentally, I feel I look down at my belly, I look down at myself. And I look in the mirror and sometimes I feel just as big as I've ever been. Right. I feel like I've made no progress at all. I feel like I'm just as unhealthy as before. I feel miserable. I feel depressed at times about how I look physically and and how I feel as far as my own health. And, and I'm like, man, I feel miserable. But... That's not true. Stephanie, you you said you sh- you've kind of been feeling the same way. You want to share? I do. Um, you know, I haven't I haven't been working out. I could give you 100 different excuses, although the only one I have is that I haven't been disciplined enough to go. And um when when I'm not working out, you, your body starts to change that, you know? It 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 starts to revert back. So like, you know, where my stomach was getting all, you know, tight and firm now it's all flabby again and you know i'm just i'm not feeling comfortable in my own skin because i'm not working out and i i really think it's mental you know because clearly my clothes are still you know i'm not going up any sizes i'm staying where i'm at right and and you know the scale has has tipped like four pounds up and you know so um but I, it, it's a mental thing. And when I'm not putting in the effort to make sure that I am eating healthy and that I'm working out, then I feel like that same person I was at 220 pounds. Because, and, and, I, and this is what I think, is that I am back into the old, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm in the I'm, same I'm, habits. I, I'm living, I'm going sort of back to the same habits that I had before. I am not. I'm not in the same habits, but I feel like I am. Okay. Like I still know distinct differences between the way, like I've been craving a Big Mac from McDonald's. Right. Okay. Well, I guess you're right. Cause I, there are two some, years ago, I would have went and had one. There are still some things that I won't seek to sink a year low ago, enough to. A year ago, I would have went and had one. Right. You know, now I'm just still craving one. Right. And Megan, Megan even told me, I love that. She says, she goes, mom, the stomach ache is not worth it. Right. And I said, sometimes I think I need the stomach ache just to remind, remind me how not worth it it is. Right. And she wouldn't let me because I, I almost stopped and got one when we went to the hospital to see the new baby. Um, my sister had a baby and I went to the hospital to see it. Um, I forget that the people who listen to the show don't know all, our entire life right, story. All of them might not know. So um, 
but but my daughter wouldn't let me go get it and and i i thanked her for that i did but i do i still feel like that i still feel like that fat girl because i'm not putting in the effort to be healthy right yes well, I'll tell you what, it, it, it is a journey and we share these things with you, uh, not because we have a lot of answers right now, but because this is something that is a current part of where we are in our journey. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know what, where Father Roderick is right now since last week, but uh, I'm sure we'll get an update next Friday. So stay tuned uh, for that. Uh, and before we wrap things up here, go ahead, Steph. I was just going to say, I don't know if you're going to let me say this, but Megan has been trying to hold you accountable to something she heard you say on here. Oh, yeah? That you haven't been... Yeah, going to bed on time, yeah. I know. Y- you made a commitment here on this podcast to go to bed by a certain time. I know. Yeah, and, and our 10-year-old's trying to hold him accountable to it and wants to rat him out that he's not... <laughs> All right, well, there I am. I am now ratted out. There you go. Pray for me, people. It was really adorable, though, because she's like, I heard you tell them. Yeah. I heard you tell them, and Dad, it's eleven o'clock right now. You need to go to bed. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Alrighty, uh, and by the way, uh, let's see here. We I want to read one more email okay. if you don't mind. This is coming in from Ben. He says, first, I just listened to your hiatus episode. I like to. I'd like to plug in my two cents. I download through Zoom software player and listen in the car. On Zoom software, there is a description area. I would say putting in the description of the show that is about reviewing your current biggest. Oh, okay. So he's talking about what we should do during Mm -hmm. the hiatus. Thank you for that information. Anyway, let's get to the part about his journey. He says, I am a former college football player who had his career taken away from him by surgery in college. I was eating over 10,000 calories a day in order to not lose weight when I was playing because I was working out that much. When surgery happened suddenly, I immediately immediately was not even allowed to walk at a decent pace, and I gained over 100 pounds in the first year after surgery. I gained like the average male does over his 20s, but with a few different wake-up calls started me on a weight loss journey November 20th, 2009. Since then, I've lost almost 60 pounds, and and without a few times of struggling, it would have been much more. Uh, Let's see here. I have struggled to find a partner or partners to help me along in my journey. My friends and family certainly help, but they are not in the same place so that they are they they are not always as supportive of my time spent at the gym or my pickiness at a restaurant. I have made some major strides in the weight room and I will be running a 5K over Labor Day weekend. My diet is not always perfect. But I have lost over 10 inches from my waist. So while my intense power lifting may slow the pace of my weight loss number, I am in much better shape. I appreciate your new format of your show, sharing in your journeys as well. I started listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast on your recommendation, and I would like to recommend sharing with the listeners the new Get Fit Guy podcast also from Quick and Dirty Tips over there at quickanddirtytips.com. Anyway, it's an excellent. It's it is excellent, and he's he is doing beginner series right now. Pray that I can find the partner to push me on my journey and keep me working towards better health and fitness. You can follow my journey at bellyburnoff.blogspot.com. Ben, thank you for ca- writing in. I really appreciate that's that. That's a good. That's a good. I like that. Bellyburnoff.blogspot.com. 
Anyway, folks, we want to hear from you. We would prefer if you could just give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067, 859-795-4067. Until next time, be a loser.